2: And I'm Karen Moscow. This update is brought to you by National Realty. 30% returns on cash and rented real estate. Find them at nria.net. U.S. stock index futures are following oil prices lower, with investors shunning risk worldwide as Asian markets reopen to join a global sell-off. We check the markets every 15 minutes throughout the trading day on Bloomberg. S&P E-mini futures down 39 points. Dow E-mini futures down 326 NASDAQ E-mini futures down 93. That's down 2.3 percent. DAX in Germany's down 2.9 percent. CAC in Paris down 4 percent. FT 100 down 2.4 percent. Ten-year Treasury up 30. 30 seconds. The yield 1.56 percent. NYMEX crude oil down four and a quarter percent at $1.17 to $26.28 a barrel. COMEX gold up three and a half percent or $42.10 at 1236.70 an ounce. The euro, a $1, dollar thirteen forty two. The yen, one eleven point three eight. And that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Tom and Mike.
0: Uh, Karen, uh, thanks so much. I just sent out UniCredit and Deutsche Bank charts. Both banks as a proxy for European banking. Breaking down now. UniCredit very close to new lows. Deutsche Bank not quite there yet. Thirteen point three five euros on the European quote with the intraday thirteen point zero three. But. uh You know, there we are. We just heard Stephen Major will be with us tomorrow from HSBC with a yield 1.57%. William Lee with us, working with Willem Bowder at Citigroup, and he has such... A storied career at the IMF. Uh, that I, I think I want to digress here and talk about Lagarde's new mediocre. She looks like a genius, or I should say, she and Blanchard in the piece. She looks like an like optimist. <laughs> no, yeah, well, there's that too. But the idea of a new mediocre. How do you filter that with your IMF experience? You
3: know, it used to be that the IMF were considered the stormtroopers. They were the ones who went around enforcing what was supposed to be the right policy. The new mediocre also applies to the IMF. I'm sorry. I'm As much as a genius as I think the world thinks Lagarde and Blanchard were, um, they have also lowered the standards by which policymakers are judged. they got to be tougher they got to be tougher because they're, they're allowing too many concessions, especially in the euro area. What was the problem in the Look euro area? The it, was, it was structural. And they and, and the standard IMF program is you put in structural reforms. And everyone knows at the IMF it takes five to ten years before those structural programs take hold. Meanwhile, monetary policy is supposed to fill in the gap. Instead, monetary policy has now become the primary tool and structural reforms are being put in the, in the background. Every time Draghi makes a speech, he says, I'm waiting for you guys to use the time I'm buying you. He needs the IMF to get us back. And he, he's got to get the IMF back there and say, you got to do the structural reforms. And instead, the IMF says, oh, take your time. We understand it's a hard thing to do. Mm-hmm. You're going to have a lot of unemployment. And guess what? You're going to have a lot of political unrest. Well, that's exactly why it is that you put in these reforms at a time when you try to get the economy to be more efficient.
1: Everybody loves uh, Madame Lagarde, but Nobody in Italy, nobody in France is listening to her. They're not going to make policy-based. You can get the IMF in there. But it's not going to change anything. It might change it for Greece because they need the IMF's money. But if you're not going
3: to the IMF to borrow, you're not going to follow their prescriptions. And that's why when I was on the U.S. desk at the, at the IMF, it was considered the most prestigious job in, in the IMF because you were dealing with the top economies in the world. But it's also the most useless job because the IMF says, thank you very much, goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, but, but, you know, what did the IMF do during the Asian crisis? They actually put in... Reforms. They said, look, you can't have fixed exchange rate regimes. You have to start floating. And that really did the world a tremendous service. What are they telling the world now? you got to put in structural reforms. And what's the world telling them? We'll do it later. Is
0: Renminbi a floating exchange rate, a managed float? Is it one of Rogoff's
3: 14 flavors of floating? It can't be a float until you get the financial reforms in place. You can't have a float unless you have convertibility, unless you have... Capital is sales. that
0: critical now for stability within the global system for China yeah, to do their yeah. part? Because Dominic Constant Mike is really big on this thing.
3: Price oh, discovery, where the where the RMB should be, the equilibrium price, is something you can't do with administrators, and that's where the markets come in. But you can't allow the markets to work unless you've got the infrastructure in place. Because right now, if you allow uh, the the the, the RMB to float, and with all these capital controls, you haven't a clue what you're doing. You don't know where the float is going to. It's probably going to be to a distorted price.
1: Do we have any idea of uh, well, how tied to the uh, macro economy? of China is the Renminbi. Uh,
3: that's a, that's a great point, Mike. That's a great point. Hold on a minute. He's had three great points today. <laughs> and I've been squat. I I'm mean, getting warmed up I'm, for I'm Wimbledon. working over here. <laughs> I've been talking to you on T V. Uh, but 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 Mike, the, the connection between the financial sector and the real economy it normally is tied together through the markets. But guess what? China has no markets. They're trying to create the markets and instead they have administered um banking. And administered banking means directed lending, and that's what got them into trouble before, and right now they're trying to cut back on that, and at the same time, they need to do fiscal policy. How do you cut back on directed lending, which is the wrong thing to do, and at the same time, encourage somehow people to start spending money? That's a hard thing. You hope
1: you have a decent economy and a quiet, calm market uh, environment to do it in, but they don't now. So they're not going to—they're not going to do it, are they? They're going to come to the rescue of these companies. They're going to prop everything up for the moment.
3: The hope and prayer for China right now are the structural reforms they're putting in place, meaning shifting toward the private sector, shifting toward consumption. Trouble is, there's no transparency there. We haven't a clue how strong that sector is, and the lack of data, the lack of transparency into China is at the heart of not only China's crisis but the global crisis.
0: I want to go back to your wonderful thoughts on mercantile and zero-sum world. If it's a zero-sum world, the take, the, I got to get the language right, the takee within it is the United States. They're going to take our growth. They're going to take <laughs> our marginal like etc. So. Yeah, I am.
3: I, but, but I use I use that metaphor because I want it to be provocative. And, and and but it's true. When the only transmission channel or the main channel is through the exchange rate and not through lending, you're taking from you're taking the U.S. from the appreciating currency. And right now, the only appreciating currency that matters is the U.S. That means you got to grab the U.S. growth. We don't have much to grab, right? We've got two, 2% GDP growth, maybe 3% lot domestic lot, demand. Yeah. But, for the, for, but for a small open economy like Sweden, well, that's a lot. Quickly, Michael Hartnett over Bank of America, Merrill Lynch, making a lot of waves on
0: some form of new collegial agreement called a new plaza accord. Where are you
3: in Bowder on this? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I, I think the worst thing you can do is to have policymakers coordinate exchange rates. Policymakers should do what they're supposed to do best policy for their own economies. The markets will determine where the equilibrium exchange rates will be. Uh, th- right. I don't think there's any instance besides one where the positive-type agreements work.
0: Okay. Well, we've right. got, we could go on for, what, another three hours with William Lee of Citigroup. There is so much going on, and, yes, we're efforting select guests on this select market move. Futures improve a little bit off of the carnage of 20 minutes ago, 34 Dow futures were negative 300 on negative 282.
1: Stay with us worldwide. Bloomberg Surveillance. Bloomberg Surveillance is brought to you by the Breakers Palm Beach. This winter, the Breakers Palm Beach is better than ever. Come see why. Visit thebreakers.com. Call 1-800-BREAKERS or contact your travel
2: professional.